Hello everybody and welcome to It Is In Us Now. It is in US Now. A podcast that encourages deep thought and reflection, positive vibration, benevolent opinion, selfless intent, self-awareness, self-reliant research, the freedom to experience and express, belief in faith, deep-seated joy, unconditional love, compassionate patience, and (laughs) the proliferation of insightful constructive gems of information. I am your host, Gil C, bringing you this podcast from the awakened U.S. of America. And I am completely grateful and joyous <laughs> to bring you this podcast number 86. Okay, so real quickly, the reason for that laugh, chuckle, giggle, whatever. It wasn't a short shortle, I don't know, anyways, okay. Um, when I said grateful and joyous, and I looked at the um, recording time, it was 1.11. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay, so let's get this going. It's been a couple of days since I've podcasted, and I've had a fairly consistent stream of, um, con- well, consistent consecutive days of podcasting and uh, sharing with all the experience that I am undergoing, partaking, participating in, ex- the experience I'm experiencing, um, with, um, you know, with my, uh, with a loved one, my father, the elder father, um, and, uh, and, uh, just my observations, perceptions, subjective mind matter of the medical industry, which incidentally, coincidentally, serendipitously, or synchronistically, shares a space of time where I was planning to do a project that touched on this exact subject, um, this exact field of study, and, you know, okay, I think I'm going to take the time to say that the experience thus far has given me a different perception understanding, awareness, and knowing of this industry. I mean, I I think when I initially address it, I want to see it on the whole as what it's supposed to be. But being human around humans, instead I'm taking that idea and starting to see it work within itself amongst these individual people that make up the collective or this whole and they all have their own scopes of 
humanity, as, you know, their own individual qualities and ways of dealing and reckoning and perceiving themselves, just as I do, right? So, needless to say, I have continued to have experiences over these past two or three days that I have not podcasted, and that came up on 420. Damn, it's calling me out! (laughs) So, um, uh, these last two or three days... (laughs) I've wanted to podcast, but I've simply placed myself selectively within the realm of deciding to do sleep, (laughs) basically. Um, I'm getting acclimated to the pace of, you know, work, hospital, home, work, hospital, home, hospital, work, hospital, home type cadence um and i'm not saying this in any way other than to inform of of schedule pace and cadence you know it's it's not uh, i guess if it's not personal i shouldn't have to say it but it's not um but that's to clarify i guess and um yeah so different perceptions on the whole i feel like uh, where before, because I've done, lightly touched on some of these same topics, um, years ago, juvenile art, right, um, it's usually has something to say, but not necessarily in a positive way, I mean, the overall connotation, denotation, thought of the piece would be to shock somebody into seeing something in a positive way but nonetheless very um i don't know if i sh- i want to say i don't want to put all of that into one box but um i'll give you examples if i was talking about vaccinations and thimerosal and mercury and you know, uh, formaldehyde, I might do a piece with a syringe full of that shit. (laughs) And it would probably be very blatant in pop art, right? So, um, now the perspective that I'm taking after actually meeting these individuals and getting their uh, human quality personality types, but still seeing the ultimate goal in realization it it, it makes it there's there is a lot of gratitude for that because i'm not having to see something as just a negative perspective i see the inner workings of what the industry has the potential to be based on these individuals doing their jobs and um, showing that they it's not just a job to a lot of them you know and that was probably the big tie up at the onset it's um getting familiar and taking in that first perspective which shown through in some of my older art you know like um and now i feel like where uh, let's just say for example hypothetically i do a piece now instead of it being like more um banner billboard you know like in your face look at this it might be like it might be turned around a little bit it might be a little bit more um 
Informative still, yes, but and <laughs> and um also just I don't know, just it would have a different energy about it. I mean, come on, uh that's why two weeks, right? Two that's ultimately what it's gonna be probably. Two weeks within this industry and I have a belief in energy and I have a belief in, in sharing um, the utmost good, right? I like I, I, I want everyone there to be they need to know as well they need to be shown gratitude for what they do because it takes a lot it's a nerve-wracking job to have to look after other people sometimes you know depending on the person so imagine this group of people doing what they do for our loved ones it's um it's a very heartening thing to think about and that came on that was that exact thought fell on my timer as 911 huh <laughs> that number keeps coming that number's tomorrow just to give you perspective of the time that i'm recording this it's actually the evening of the 10th um i was initially supposed to have surgery in two more days on friday and I am not now, which is, it's good. It's a good thing. I, I really believe that. Um, so I guess we'll have to see, right, how the rest of this goes. Um, in the meantime, though. Yeah, in the meantime. Uh, it's just pacing everything out. I guess I really bought myself like what? 22 days? <laughs> so, anyways, okay, so um, back to where we were, um, which I may or may not remember. Um, the medical industry and all that. Like, I don't know, okay, so I, I definitely wanted to catch up on all of that because there have been a lot of things. So, what? <laughs> the stories that came that are come uh, that shall come forth from that prologue of an introduction um so i i okay yeah i do i do want to continue this there are other things i wanted to talk about though tonight too so this might be a longer podcast um uh, i want to talk about thinking <laughs> so this is going to be your first officially I don't know proportioned podcast in a while we'll not just cover one thought in a ramble okay so those are the two I mean yeah <laughs> it's a pretty long prologue look almost 12 minutes um but that just means I have a lot to say I guess I guess you can listen to this in your own time anyways okay so let this little story begin. So the first topic that we are going to talk about tonight, <laughs> it's going to be um, 
Okay, so a lot of the introduction and my opening thoughts were about the medical industry. So that is the most um, active experience that I am partaking in right now. There are a lot of other experiences that I'm undergoing that are working around, like, this experience. But I have to say, like, when I devote attention towards something... Um, it's that's the focal experience and of course this one is going to be right that goes without saying and that goes without any kind of like um, I don't know condescension can't even say those words anymore they just don't exist in my vocabulary right Um, (laughs) I think you get what I mean like it's just being factful but not being negative you know and so um i mean sub experiences to the experiences would be things that aren't they aren't actively um engaged with my so uh it would be like people at work, people that I know that I hang out with, you know, my engagements primarily, you know, helping my loved one in this industry that I'm now observing and uh, there was a day when I was waiting in the room and um was waiting, you know, during the recovery period, because it takes time to get out of anesthesias and to get out of uh, different medications during a procedure. And so as I was waiting, I was actually reviewing, like, I think one of the podcasts I had done and so I was just listening to it just because sometimes I don't listen to everything before I, I publish it. I'll listen to either most of it or all of it without the music or some of it with the music or sometimes I'll listen to everything with them and then I'll publish it, you know, like, um, so this must have been one of those instances where I did it late, which all of them had been kind of late anyways, like this one kind of is, I won't run into the next day but it's certainly in the evening time. And, um, anyways, uh, so one of the technicians walks in and this one's primary responsibility is to check the, um, blood sugars and take some vitals and stuff like that. And, you know, assist as, as needed and, and when needed. And the, uh, technician, um, because I just don't want to say names, uh, came in, you know, and I introduced myself and, uh, let him know that, uh, my, you know, my loved one was, uh, was not out of recovery yet, but that had, uh, they'd said about an hour, it was going towards the hour and, um, that he would probably be there soon. And so the technician was kind of like, you know, 
okay. I, I, I believe I kind of like, because my impression or my, okay, here's where I'm coming from with this. Like when someone walks in and is aware, but doesn't, uh, give off that perception, like my first thought was, well, they haven't informed him that my, you know, my loved one's not out of recovery yet? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> so like, I'm all about communication as an, I mean, segue. Okay. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I was at work and uh, I was called a great communicator by one of our students and or purchasers and customers or guests and um, I was just like oh well thank you you know and I I didn't mean to brush that off like oh well thank you but um, when I say it's like my job I don't mean like oh it's my job I have to communicate no I mean like I wouldn't be doing that job if I couldn't communicate you know (laughs) like I would have to do something else because I'm pretty sure I would make the customer uncomfortable and I'm pretty sure I would be uncomfortable and why have two levels of uncomfort you know um birds of a feather flock together but I don't want those feathers flocking around me you know so uh that was a big segue okay so getting back to this the actual experience I was sharing so I'm standing there um listening to the podcast i'm looking at the i'm we're on the ninth floor so i'm looking at the sky i'm constantly looking at the sky and uh, this gentleman worker technician walks in and so uh, he proceeds to tell me that you know he he's given um an idea of what is going on with the patient and that even though the ability to access more information is present he prefers to allow the patient to disclose what they want so in other words he's going to walk into the room and he's going to hear see and know something based on his observation it's a profession you know and then whatever the patient wants to however the patient wants to react or respond to him doing his job and um so i respected that like he had an answer for me because i think he probably caught that i was like well doesn't this guy know like my dad was just in surgery and um but i understood i i understood because i think that is probably something i would practice to a degree however i would probably want to know as much as i could um just because I think that would help me assess how to take care of the patient. Um, a, a personalities aside, because that's going to change the manner of care completely. Um, it's all about the allowance of the patient. The patient is resistant, then they're, you know, they're not going to want help. Um, I think the more cooperative, the more they understand that these people are at these humans, these loving forms of energy are there to aid in the healing process. It's just, 
the point behind the art project was that there, I believe, there are more holistic ways to heal a human. There have to be ways that can help build, create, not tear down, destroy, and amputate, you know? Um, the human body is not designed for that. The human body is designed to heal and be whole. So that was kind of the point of the art project. And, and, the, and the reason why I appreciate the whole... I can't even finish telling the main story, right? Like, I'm getting off into something already. But the reason why I appreciate this whole experience so far is because... Not so far, indubitably. <laughs> indubitably. Um, because... I see the good that is there in these people when it's allowed and it's a relief for them you know they need to be thanked they need to be shown appreciation it's not easy it's not easy and um yeah so okay so (laughs) I mean because there's more to this story and there's a lot more to the whole subject um been like three days i got a lot to say it's a lot of fun experiences in there I, I might stop at a point though because i mean i don't have to share everything but it's just something everything has helped me learn because i am engaging people and their personalities in their in their domain and it's impressive and it's, it's something to behold it Set at ten ten. <laughs> so okay, so um, let us continue. Uh, so after telling me that, you know, um, he asked how how my you know my loved one was doing, and I said, uh, you know, he was actually he's doing very good. Elder father, that is, he's doing very good. He's. Uh, I feel optimistic, like I'm energy sensitive, so I don't know if it's my energy when I'm in the room. I mean, it has to be, it's all of our energy, but what I'm trying to say is I don't feel a ripple coming against me, which would be uh, kind of like, Say, for example, if my loved one was upset, really upset internally, there was some kind of anguish or unacceptance or um, depression, I would feel it. I would see it. And I have seen and felt what I've perceived to be stress, which I can completely, you know, empathize with in that situation. I would be stressed. (laughs) So I can qualify that, you know. Um, So I was sharing that with the technician. We'll call this person Jay. And so um, Jay started to say, you know, that was a very good thing because um, my, my elder father... Elder Father was the fourth one that he had to encounter with the same similar experience, you know. 
Um, and so the other ones he had um jay had engaged the other patients in very very emotional states and it rubbed off it does rub off because we don't realize that we do that to each other right and so he was sharing that with me and after hearing that you know my loved one was doing well for the par or the part um or lack thereof uh pun intended not intended in bad taste probably but it happened and so um as we were talking he's uh, we were going back and forth about thoughts and thinking and how you know the uh, outlook of the patient is really at, at heart it really is what determines the outcome of the healing because the emotions are very important so we're gonna get in it even though me and jay didn't get in it that deep but i'm gonna use the outline of our conversation to get deep with you (laughs) so humans emotions are very important because they really do kind of project the way that the body is going to respond so when a when a living organism is surrounded by an energy and electricity that is that is who we are um it's going to react to the kind of electricity or energy that's around it so if you carry a sinking heavy feeling um an anguish or a pain or whatever when you're healing like it doesn't necessarily give a fluid um opportunity for that healing to occur because there's going to be a resistance where the healing energy wants to be smooth and fluid and runny like a river with no stones um the negative the 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 other energy the anguish or any of that like it's going to it's going to be static so that is why emotions are important when you're healing because if you have those two happening at the same time it's not going to work optimally right so being positive is what helps in that experience it's knowing you're going to get through the process or if it's something that's dire it's knowing that the process is going to have a conclusion where you will have the opportunity to i mean if you so choose it to readjust and acclimate to a new way of life and so uh, that was basically what was said in that little glop of words between me and jay and (laughs) so after we went back and forth for a little bit because we talked about meditation and i i feel like i may have overstepped at a point but he realized it wasn't i mean there was no ill intent there um he mentioned meditation and having learned to meditate from a very young age and I said an off-the-wall remark about, you know, being fortunate for learning to meditate at a very young age because I've learned to do it in my later years and I see its benefit. And um, I asked him how and he proceeded to tell me that it wasn't, it didn't, it, its genesis was not positive. It was having experienced so many things that it was recommended and that's how it was provided. And, but I mean, again, I didn't, I had no idea. I just was talking from the heart. And so, um, 
here's the pinnacle of the story. <laughs> I am proceeded to be told a story, a personal experience. You can probably hear my puzz. Sorry. <laughs> this personal experience um, about how he'd witnessed a patient actually using like the mind over matter in layman's or in the most fundamental way of saying um i would say healing faith healing miracle miraculous if you want to put it in that kind of perspective and then you could also say the human's ability because that's possible so I'm going to tell the story and hopefully it's okay to tell it because it was very intriguing. I'm not using real names. We'll mix it up a little bit, but I'm going to tell you the story. So Jay had a relative who was working, I think, in some kind of um, not social work or if I remember correctly, it was psychology. Either way, she was there to help with other people going through things and whatnot and she was helping or in care of this one individual and this was i think this was years ago i don't know anyways i can't remember that part this individual who had um lived a long life and she was around before some countries were other countries names or, or their names were different i can't remember it was in europe i can't remember which one i mean a lot of them have changed but i can't anyways she was older <laughs> and so uh she and she was very of the mindset that um no one was going to tell her this patient no one was going to tell her what to think or how to be or whatever like uh, she wasn't going to allow people to tell her what she should be feeling at what age and how she should be feeling or anything in that regard right when it came to her body and her health and uh, there was an experience where she my understanding is she cut into herself while saying this and uh, did it twice and pulled out an intestine told Jay's relative that the part she was holding was bad and then proceeded to cut it out and stuff her intestines back in so <laughs> and that Jay's relative was like you know basically like what are you doing we should go to the hospital etc etc and that the patient had frankly told her no you know they're gonna tell me I'm gonna die <laughs> basically okay so I'm giving you a very I'm trying to be as enigmatic as possible because it's not my story to tell, but it was given to me. So maybe it is my story to tell. But uh, so Jay being in that field of work told his relative what to expect over the next couple of days from this patient, because this patient, according to all medical standards, was going to go through sepsis. She had fluids mixing with her blood that shouldn't have been mixing and she would be 
or the patient would be bleeding. Ah, I said she. <laughs> and so, over the next couple of days, which is what the expectancy of her life was going to be at that point, the patient's life was going to be at that point, um, everything that was described to Jay's relative happened. There was what appeared to be coffee grinds or beans in the patient's stool because that was dried blood that was the patient was bleeding out um, and other things that were seen in either the urine or the fecal matter and after about three days the technician Jay he stopped contacting his relative because life right life and you just go and so he figured she's either gonna die or she's dying or what have you and just let it be right the relative would call or text or whatever if need be if anything i think after he i think jay said after about a week like he realized how much time had passed by and he contacted the loved one or the loved one (laughs) he contacted the relative and um the relative said that the stool and urine cleared up so by then I was just like oh my god she healed herself (laughs) and um, apparently like the patient lived for like two more years before she died and I understand where that story what it was relative to like there are people on this planet who understand that I understood it when I was being told the story. Like, I totally understood it. Like, um, so that's a good story to know because there are things that can be done. Uh, it's funny, not funny, haha, but just thinking about it. I grew up always saying these words you can do whatever you put your mind to. And I also grew up with obstacles to those thoughts that, oddly enough, I was about to share, but then thought, why? It doesn't matter anymore, right? It doesn't. So that was one story. There, I mean, there are at least two more that just the observation just caught me. I mean, um these people are real people and I've caught them at moments and totally engaged them at times when I kind of believe if there's an apathy in this industry it's it's not a hundred percent the fault of the people working in the industry it is a shared responsibility let's just say there's no fault but it's a shared responsibility of um, both parties being optimistic and if anything appreciative going in sick and trusting your care to another person and if they're doing their best because we're doing our best to put a good foot for like these people. I mean, I was told that, you know, people get yelled at just for taking vitals and blood sugar. You know, people get 
I mean, these people get caught in the way of humans who have the potential to be at very low states of, 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 of energy because of what is going on. Um, that is pretty interesting. So, like, that's making me think about, like, okay, so grand scheme of thing, right? It's making me think, like... If I was an individual who wanted to attain a very fast track or leap in uh, my energy, I would commit myself to taking care of other people. So I feel like I've done that myself. But think about this industry. Like, they're really putting up with people in very compromising, uncomfortable, undesired circumstances. Circumstances that they themselves had to put themselves through in order to get somewhere. Because that's what all these experiences do. They they are put there to push us in a way that will it'll lead us in the right direction if we listen. We don't have to get to those points, but we do. Some do. They do. Um And, and and that is okay. I'm greatly going into the second topic for tonight. So let's focus on this. Um, I was really segueing into it. Like that would have been the beautiful segue. But there, there was more. <laughs> or maybe there wasn't. That story was significant. It, it was really one I wanted to share right away. The other two are just experiences of me engaging doctors and um, getting a very human perspective of them. And uh, it's a good thing. It really is. Uh, anyways, okay, so maybe we should get into the second topic because I think that was adequate. Okay, let's do it. Well, this has been quite the exciting night. Oh, oh my god. So happy. Okay, so... <laughs> this segment... Okay, because that... Yeah. I've had so many thoughts lately. So many... I feel like... Okay, I feel like... I'm fully aware of, like, all of the changes in the energy that have happened. I feel as though I'm fully aware of all of the different, like, um, accelerations that we've been put through... And I feel like I'm embracing them. And not just in like a conscience way, but I feel like in a subconscious way, it's like absorbing, which is great. Um, this is all based on how we think. So I wanted to call this segment, What Are You Thinking? <laughs> like, what the hell are you thinking? What the fuck are you thinking that will be the only time that i use the f word <laughs> so blatantly so that way you don't have to turn off the uh, podcast i promise okay so what are you thinking really no what what are you thinking <laughs> what are you thinking how many times do i need to ask this question what are you thinking it is so important 
It is so important. Like right now, if there was ever a time where like your thoughts connected with energy to create, it's now. So what are you thinking? Because <laughs> honey boo, you're going to create it for you if you think it. It's basically what's happening. Um, if you say you always have bills, you're always going to have bills. If you say you're always in pain, you're always going to be in pain. If you say this is always going to happen, that's always going to happen. You say that's always that way, that's going to happen. All I have to ask is that you do not impede on my energy because I am a source of creation. <laughs> it's those damn jelly donuts. <laughs> oh my God, I hope you hear that. That's so funny. Is calling me at night. <laughs> okay, so anyways, at 222. Um, now's the time. So what are you thinking? What is going through your mind? How do you process an experience? Do you automatically pull in? Do you get a feel for what's going on? Do you start just stabbing at other energy or what do you do how do you think how do you engage do you respond or do you react you know responding I think entails a little bit more maybe I should use the word experienced it does involve some experience because you start to adapt at how to engage different things like every energy is going to be different but there's an overall presence of energy that allows us to know how to engage if we're aware the thing about that presence of energy though is it's it's shifted so for the time being you have very dominant presence of energy but coming soon you will have one presence of energy which will of course make anything that's not seem more obvious however it'll also be more rare which is good um that's part of the experience that's where we're going right now actually we're going into an age where there's going to be an extremely abundant amount of benevolence and it's going to proliferate everybody it's going to proliferate little seeds of beautiful magic constructive gems of information <laughs> and it, everybody's going to see just how the way should be. Um, so what are you thinking? I have engaged many mind frames. And as a matter of a fact, I was going to start speaking about this in the last podcast, last podcast, I'm sorry, the last segment. Um, so, I mean, it's appropriate that it falls within this one because a lot of it has to do with, how we engage our experience right so what are our first thoughts like and furthermore what do we attribute attention to you know where where do we go when we start to think and are you in a capacity 
to understand that you decide what you think. And if you're not in a capacity to decide, or rather to understand that you decide what you think, there needs to be a reassessment of the situation. That's basically how that works. How the situation is assessed and dealt with is completely different and ranges a spectrum. It's the gamut of experience. It ranges a, such a scope of different differences that we can't really pinpoint one's experience based on another. <laughs> I think that all made sense. Yeah. So ultimately, like, we need to be aware of what we're thinking, where our thoughts go. I could give several examples of engagements with people. I mean, just based on every single thing that I have been aware of. And let me tell you, um, if I am aware of these engagements, they are teaching me something. If anything, <laughs> patience and tolerance, JK, 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 always with compassion. Um, but not but and. <laughs> and it's a great thing. I want avocado toast. I know that sounds so something. There's some class of definition of substanceful people who like avocado toast, but I just like it. So anyways, um, I think I'm going to have some. Um, I actually, when I thought about this segment I, and calling it, what are you thinking? I was actually, I was my intent, my decision was to give specific examples, but those examples would call upon specific people that I have made. I've had a particular engagement with, and when I say particular engagement, I mean that the engagement has a slightly more significant amount of substance in the sense of it's actually teaching me something. However, as we started to talk about all of this, I feel like it's just more appropriate to not be so specific with engagement because, I mean, these podcasts are recordings. They are time capsules of awareness and these time capsules open when you hear them and so I'm thinking like I could give examples and forever lock these examples down which I mean they are for the sake of energy's sake however they won't be locked down in this conscience perspective, which is good because I don't think they need to be. I think for the time being, you all need to understand that there are certain things that serve a purpose and once understood, they should be let go. That's what most people call 
forgiveness, acceptance. Um, I just don't feel like I need to give specific examples, although I'm moved to. What I have to say so far about all of this, ultimately, is that I... I come home happy at night. I smile a lot to myself. I'll sit there coming home and I'll just be like, today was a good day. I said that tonight several times. I was like, today was a good day for whatever... Uh, I'm not going to say that. Let's scratch that and go back. Today was a good day. Today has been a good day. Today continues to be a good day. Um, I think what it is is that for the most part, humans can't be tolerant enough of themselves. And when I say that, I mean like they decide that... everything that culminates a day is going to make them feel like A, B, or C at the end of that day. It shouldn't, right? We're going on a trip. Um, Segway to the kitchen. Okay, but it shouldn't, right? Like, it shouldn't... They, I mean, it's it's just the day's experience. Why? Why go into all So I've totally kind of cheated and I paused the recording and then I had <laughs> I had my avocado toast. This is how I prepared it. This is totally a break in the prior train of thought, but I'll get back to it. I made the toast melted the butter because I am vegetarian not vegan I um, sliced, diced, and mashed the avocado because it was a little ripe I sauteed some mushrooms that was an already made olive oil and garlic mixture and then I diced some red onion I'm a big fan of onion and garlic which is why I know I've probably have never been a vampire. Ha 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 ha. Or maybe one cycle for the experience. And by cycle, I probably I would probably qualify a cycle at the least five lives worth of experience. In that form creation or whatever you want to call it. So anyways, okay, um, I put it all together and then I laid the sautéed onions on top, sprinkled a tad bit more garlic, added some sea salt, and then had it with red wine and these wheat chicharrones, which are just wheat puffs seasoned to expectation. <laughs> and I am currently awaiting the... I'm making a pizza. <laughs> Mushroom, jalapeno, red onion. It's uh, 
It's a sauce that's a mixture of an organic pizza sauce, an organic pasta sauce, and sriracha. <laughs> With a very, very small amount of Parmesan and um, three other cheeses, including Asiago and standard Italian cheeses. Anyways, okay. So my point was to get back on here and finish the thought by the time the pizza was done so I could eat. Because <laughs> I don't want to leave it hanging. I already did. But I think I wanted to keep this segment light. I mean, ultimately, I didn't know if I was. Because, as I said, I was going to relay three experiences and give very specific examples of why I've come to the point of wanting to speak about it and it's just here's what it is i have loved ones i have loved ones that when i am in perception of their existence in other words we're interacting we're talking we're seeing or whatever i get an idea of what the thought processes, where it's going, where it lends its attention, and I have to ask, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, that, up until this point, seemed like the oddest place to stress the, the, the verbiage. What are you thinking I don't know why but it feels appropriate at 1515 so I just I think that is the question that needs to be asked before everything because that one question led upon its own endeavor with an individual will hopefully stimulate enough thought that when asked will be appropriately answered. Because once we get into the right train of thought, it's very easy to answer a question. What are you thinking? How do you think? What is the thought process? Where do your everyday common and normal thoughts lead you in what direction and why do you pay attention? Like, I almost don't want to ask or pose that as a substantive question. Why do you lend yourself? Why do you lend your attention to a particular? I mean, I would rather you be uplifted, right? So if you're thinking negative, I don't want you to think why you're thinking negative, but perhaps you could think of ways around it. What can change the perspective, you know? For me, it was realizing that ultimately, after each bad occurrence, I learned something that made sense. Something just made sense. And I didn't have to take it for more or less than what it was. You know what I mean? Like... I'm still around, I'm still alive, is what I'm trying to say. So, why hang on to the reason why things happen and instead make it the things that happen 
are just passing moments. I have a deep belief in the term that we are not given more than we can handle because why would we do that to ourselves? It's the extent into which we allow ourselves to think. What are you thinking? What are you thinking, my friend, whom I love? What are you thinking? What attention are you directing your consciousness towards? And do you qualify the thoughts? If a person is allowing their thoughts to overcome their own, then they I don't know if they can rightly qualify. However, I don't want to judge that experience, but that is where my thought lends its attention. It's like, I don't know. Okay, all I am saying, <laughs> I don't know. I, I do know. I know, I know, I know. Um, I know what I think matters. Every day I talk to my body, I, I command with love and expectation in all faith. The, the, what I, when I talk and communicate with my cells and my DNA, I speak commandarily, compassionately, gratefully. Because our bodies are directed by the intent that we place into them. The minute you say go, they jump. But if you don't say go, they fend for themselves. And by they and themselves, I mean our cells, our molecules, and our DNA. So we have to tell ourselves exactly what the expectation is. And we cannot allow outside forces, advertisements, advertisements, commercials, propaganda, to say how old we're going to be and what we should feel at what age, etc., etc., etc. What are you thinking my friend is what I have to ask. What are you thinking? Where are your thoughts? Where are they going? What do they do for you? Why are you doing that to yourself? What are you thinking, my loved one? What are you thinking? My heart goes out. Cling to that. There's plenty of it. Okay. I'm going to end this, you guys. I... The full moon is upon us. A couple of days, probably. Based on what I've seen. Because I, I have not... <laughs> I've absolutely not been in any mindset to pay attention to anything astrological 
anything political or anything, um, even anything planetarily, uh, all I have been focusing on, and I have to say this, oh, here is where, what, okay, I'm saying what are you thinking, here is what I am thinking. I have been about love. I mean, seriously. Love doesn't have, like, a reason or a rhyme, right? It's just there. And I feel like in other lives and other experiences, I have felt this way and have been in similar and completely different circumstances. And some of them were very detrimental based upon certain certain occurrences and I've thought about this right and I've thought patience that's one thing that's been said and I think equally understood patience 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 and one thought that I keep drawing back towards is just the feeling of and the appreciation for that experience. It has everything and nothing to do with the physical aspect, but knowing that it's there in thought. I've felt... I don't know. I do know. <laughs> I felt some interesting things, you guys, that have made me understand that the idea is to be fully engaged in the experience despite the distractions, and there are plenty of distractions. I named a few that I'm normally that I normally pay attention to. Oh, it goes quite well with everything that I'm saying and I'm realizing it right now. Um, wow. Okay, so... I do normally pay attention to things that are going on and I was remarking today that I have no clue like what's what's going on in with just the sequence of going from point a to point b to point c in a continuous motion puts you in this it puts a person in a a pattern that that's expected in in a degree where i feel fortunate is that there is a pattern that involves um an amount of joy. I leave the hospital feeling great and blessed. And listening to music <laughs> that really at this moment has such a powerful synchronicity that I have started to reassess so many things. So 
many things. I want to be real with all of this, and that's why I'm saying it, I guess. But, um, not but and. <laughs> I... What are you thinking? <laughs> what am I thinking? I am thinking happiness and joy and love. And I'm t I take it with me everywhere. Everywhere. That's what I'm thinking for you. That's what I'm thinking for you. Because it's everybody. I love you. And remember, everything happens within its due time. Thank you for your listening ear, your beautiful eyes, your open heart, and your listening mind. Er, light, heart, and open mind. <laughs> Until next time, peace, joy, love, compassion, patience, mercy, harmony, abundance, gratitude, mercy, I said mercy, joy, I said joy, love, I said love, compassionate patience, faith, forgiveness, discernment, empathy. <laughs>